0: Okay, Father, we thank you. It's an honor and a privilege to fellowship with you. It is wonderful to come into this space, to be affirmed and strengthened in your love. Father, we can teach nothing, and we can show nothing, unless you teach, unless you show. You're opening up the crevices of your heart by the grace of the Holy Spirit that we may come to know your love. And we may come to the revelation of love, that we may become the love we've seen, that we may become the love we know. Enlighten the eyes of our heart, that we may know the love that we have been given. May we grow in the revelation of this love and in the knowledge of this grace, that we may become to this world everything that you have called us to be, the image and likeness of you, Father. We are gathered as one in the grace that your oneness provides. We are asking for an atmosphere of belief, and every gift and every promise that the sacrifice of Christ has conferred unto us in belief, especially for us today, that we receive it. We receive a nimble minds and agile thoughts, the grace that makes teaching, preaching, and receiving what the Lord is saying easy. We have come to rest. We have come to drink. We have come to be washed with the waters of the word. And we have come to receive the revelation of the love of God. Father, in every place that we are blind, open our eyes to see. In every place that we do not understand, and grant us the light. May light be. May your decree from the beginning be be tangible for us now. Light be. That the revelation of your illumination, of the information of our identity in you, shape and shift us. Father, we don't want to leave this place the same. We don't want to leave this place less than representations of you. We don't want to leave this place being anything but you, showing anything but you. We've come to the living water. Please restore our souls. We've come to drink. For we are assured that we are strengthened by righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. And the joy of the Lord is our strength. Grant us the joy, the revelation of that joy that grants us strength. Strength to minister, to be your, the minister of love to our families. Strength to be your identity in every space that we are in and every place that you have called us to be. Father, reform, reshape every, every facet of our image. That we may always be you that is seen, not us. That everyone that encounters us, encounters the atmosphere of the fullness of your presence, power, and authority. That they leave these spaces assured and in you. Thank you, Father, for this time of fellowship, for this time of worship, for you are speaking through us. You are empowering us. It's all about grace. And from the testimony of grace, we can say we are in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen.
0: Amen. How's everyone doing today? How you all doing? How you're feeling? How you guys doing?
1: Doing well, thank God. Uh
0: I'm glad to hear. I'm glad to hear. I hope this series has been strengthening, encouraging, and a blessing to you all.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah,
0: glad to hear that. Glad to hear that. There's so much to come. So today we're going to be talking about um the love, love, lo- the love of the father, the love languages of God. So if we were to try, and if we were to take a guess, if any of you wanted to try. If someone told you about the love language of God, what would you say the love language of God? Love languages of God, because we heard in in the physical term love languages. We've heard um, giving of gifts and all these things. If someone brought that to you and said, and asked you, what are the love languages of God? What would you say the love languages of God are? Anyone wants to try?
1: Is love language here interpreted as how God shows love or how God would like to receive love?
0: Hmm. Very good question. Wonderful Fantastic
1: question. Students of
0: the Bible. That just challenged my thinking in, in this moment. But let me say, okay, how God likes to show. Let's start with that. What would you say if God, how God likes, likes to show love? What's a love language? Let's start with that. anyone wants to try oh Timmy-san puts,
1: Timmy-san puts, puts, yeah tell me something in the chat
0: the quality time so he shows us love by quality time so are you saying he shows us or he likes to receive that is are you talking from receiving or showing Timmy-san? okay while we're waiting for her about him, you're about to say something yeah, I think uh, God wants quality time and he, uh, mm-hmm. uh, His own love language was His gift. So that, that, that's what I saying. say. Mm. Amen. Amen. His own love language is a gift. In that vein, we'll start from John 3.16. His love language is a gift. But what is the gift that He gave? And how do we quantify or qualify that gift? So we're going to go to John 3 16. We'll read it in Amplified because I like how Amplified um, spreads it out. If you're there, uh huh. Uh-huh. Sorry, Owen, oh, were you saying something?
1: No, I was not.
0: Okay. John 3 16. If you're there, say, uh uh-huh, uh uh-huh. If you're looking at the screen, say, uh uh-huh. uh uh-huh. uh
2: uh-huh, uh-huh.
0: <laughs> Thank you. It says, For God so greatly loved and dearly prized the world. Mm, Holy Spirit. Father, even as we examine this Word, may we see Christ. Yeah. Show us what it means to you. Show us what, why you chose this Word, this Gospel. The person of Christ. Show us why you chose it. What it means to you and what you want us to what did you want it to mean through us to the world teach us holy spirit For this is bread, all scriptures god breathed that we may properly inhale so that we can properly exhale in the name of jesus mm-hmm. thank you father for god so greatly loved and really prized the world that he even gave his one and only begotten son so that who Ever believes and trusts in him as savior shall not perish but have eternal life in this small phrase we have the root of a lot of love languages both in giving and receiving with god it says it quantifies how great god's love is so god has a great love and in his great love he gave something his most prized possession. So the first thing God does is gives the most important part of him in love. Since we are in this marriage series talking about us being the bride of Christ and what that means in love and how we are to replicate that love to each other or expect that love from fellow believers, fellow brides of Christ, the root of God's nature the root of his love language is giving. Giving in love. Love gives what is what is most prized to it. I love my wife. Because I love her, no good thing will I withhold from her. We often deal with God. Because we, 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 we ended last Friday talking about expectancy how a lot of people come to god protecting him from themselves so we are so used to being independent and when it comes to god we ask for something but it's like we are protecting our minds in case he fails us so we're not offended with him let me pause there. it seems like simon was about to say something simoye about to say something
1: no i was not
0: okay it's like we are protecting our mind from God so that we are not offended if something happens. We are not annoyed with God if something happens. We don't come to God expecting. If you are dearly prized by Him, if you are deeply loved by Him, to enjoy the love that He has for you, come expecting. I expect that because my wife avowed everything she is to me freely will she give in love she expects because she has avowed the fullness of her to me freely will she will i give in love why do we come to god who has avowed to give everything he he is and has freely in love why do we not believe the gift of his love the root of god's love is given Sometimes we pray, God, if you will, if you will, he will. If you can't do this for me, he can. He will and he can because of his love. The beginning and the root of God's giving and God's being to you is love. Our response to that love is belief he quantified the fullness of himself and what he loves the most and decided that he will give up what he loves the most for who he loves the most. Son for sons. Son for sons. To inherit a family, to bring enemies into intimacy, he gave up a son what manner of love is that if we saw a person saying that you know usually early times when the person when two people want to reconcile one person that you give extreme force to force a reconciliation or extreme bribery or ext- it goes words and they now they they, they have some they, they settle with a treaty but this one gave yeah. up his son it's not like he was not more powerful it was not like he was not wiser but the wisdom and the power of God is proven in love. And that love is a person, Christ. He is God's gift. I almost I let it cut out of back. God's gift of the absolute expression of his love. God's gift of the absolute expression of his love is in Christ. Let's go to um Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8, so that we can actually go to the specific. Gift. It's in Christ, but what, what did that give to receive in Christ? I want to talk about that. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. I watched the New Living Chap- Translation, NCV, and AMP. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8, before we go into anything. If you're there, say Uh huh, uh huh. What's the New Living Translation? If you're there, say, uh-huh, huh If you're looking at the screen, say, uh-huh, huh also.
2: Uh-huh,
0: uh-huh. Okay. God saved you by his grace when you believe. And you can't take credit for this. It's a gift from God. Let me explain that. In Christ, we have received grace. So for God to love the world as he gave, He's the only begotten Son. Son was given. Unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. A son was given in faith that we may receive him by grace. So grace is the love language of God that was given by him that we respond in belief to receive. Every love language that proceeds after is defined by grace. You can't give God what God has not first given to you.
1: Please say that again.
0: Grace is the foundation and it a, and a definer of every love language of God. Ah. Love, sorry, what does it mean?
1: Like? No, I'm just um, I'm I'm listening to what we are saying.
0: Mm. So when we say love languages of God. Let us remember love is patient, love is kind, love keeps no record of wrongs, love oversees, love endures all things. Think about because we are seeing love as a phrase, not a person. Christ is patient, Christ is kind. Christ keeps no record of wrong because he brought he became he came for the forgiveness. He endures all things. Look at what he endured, he forgives all things love is a person that's why we are more than conquer- conquerors in christ is the love of god for us in christ jesus love in christ so love is an in christ reality and so if you are saying the love languages of, of god so the in christ realities of god to us and what is the in christ reality of god towards us is grace
1: my god did
0: that go too deep or did that, does that make sense the in christ reality of god towards us is grace so by grace we are given a son that we will receive by belief
1: Play mm, that again
0: by grace mm-hmm. we, will, we are given a son that we will receive by belief so since a son was given so that for all who receive the son the father will become available in them mm. so to help me you will obey and the father and i will come and abide in you the holy spirit is the spirit of the father available in the believer and that is what is called grace ah, please more, 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 more. take it easy with us please
1: mm-hmm. take it easy with us the holy
0: spirit is the is... spirit of the father uh-huh. available in the believer mm-hmm. this is why christ while fully human Mm-hmm. By the descent of the holy spirit who never left him and ascended back
3: mm-hmm. and now
0: everything i see my father do i do because he was intimate by mm-hmm. the presence of the holy spirit so mm-hmm. what the holy spirit does is makes the father available to us he is the gift of grace that brings us faith mm. is the gift of grace that brings us faith my god the sin of the holy spirit is the gift of grace that brings us faith, and that's why even every gift of the Holy Spirit brings us to a deeper revelation of Christ. Every gift that comes from the Holy Spirit
3: brings oh, us to a
0: deeper revelation of Christ. That's why the gift equips us.
1: And it's so interesting because I think like that, that then makes like John 14, 16, where he talks about that the Spirit will lead us into all truth. Mm. Just like giving teeth to like faith is a person, that person is Christ. Mm-hmm. So that the Spirit, the Holy Spirit would lead us into the truth of who Christ is, bring, birthing faith in our hearts and bringing us to that place of belief. Wow, Okay given,"
0: I mean, he it said, it said it is the gift of god mm-hmm. it, is, it is a gift from god mm-hmm. god is giving you a gift called grace so that that is that is the determinant of every language that he will speak to you grace is the determinant of every language that god will speak to you
1: come on so if you don't understand grace you will understand it in the bala blue
0: yes if wow. you do not understand grace, you cannot understand faith, you cannot understand anything else, because you will see law in when you see Christ.
1: Right. Is it is it determinant or translator?
0: It's both the determinant and the translator because Ooh. he's the spirit of truth.
1: My God, my God.
0: He's the catalyst mm. to the manifestation of the believer. That is why is the third strand code in the union of the believer because by the by the grace of god by the grace of god oneness is determined and translated from the perspective of god anyone that does not know grace will become either a litigator the litigator of god outside the purpose of god My God, I want to say something, but I'm ah. Uh, hey, Father, should we really go there? You didn't... Okay, let me finish Enter this. We...
1: I'm to <laughs>
0: Let me finish this. I will decide if we should go there. So, I I started with New Living Translation. Let me check NCV. This same, this same. What we are, what we are in here. We're going to do NCV. New Century Version. Same <laughs> verse
3: What's
0: eight. Century? <laughs> <laughs> New Century Version. It says. I mean that mm-hmm. you have been saved by grace. Mm-hmm. You did not save yourself. Come on. A gift from God. Mm. So the first gift God gives, even in the giving of Christ, is grace. Because God had to believe, or God had to have faith that this gift is given. At some point, these people may believe because there was no evidence that anybody would believe. He chose to have faith for seeing the the, the troubles of humanity. So he gave a gift of his grace, a gift of the fullness of himself available in the believer, by first his son and then his spirit, that all of him may be given to people who may never believe. So he was the first person that had faith in a son to give himself in a spirit. Did I go too deep, or should I explain that? People are we tracking? I want to know if this is making sense. I'm going to amplify it. Before we now go to... Because he's talking about the gifts. It all looks pretty, I think we'll go to the what the gifts are. See? Build yourself up in the holy, most holy faith by... Even the building of the Holy Spirit is utilizing a gift of the Spirit. How you build yourself up in the nature of Christ utilizes the gift of grace, which is one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Everything we are is as a result of His grace. Everything we are is as a result of His grace. For it is by grace god's remarkable compassion and favor drawing you to christ so even great so it is his gift that draws you to him the drawing of a believer is as a result of grace the empowerment of a believer is as a result of grace since love is a person which is christ so love is is the manifestation of god in the physicality of a human which is christ so when you say, I love you, you are saying, I God you, I Christ you. And when you offer love, you are telling a person, I'm offering the represent, God's representation of Christ to you. So love cannot be from your definition. It is what Christ requires the person you receive in form of grace to the believer. So Just it is me, not say that what say 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 you. Huh? Please
1: say that again. Say that again, please.
0: It is, when you give a person love, you're not giving a person what you require. You are giving a person the nature of Christ required by God to be received by that person. So when a person experiences you, it's not what you feel the person deserves. Sometimes the love you give is an unmerited favor to a person.
1: Oh, say that again.
0: The love you give is an unmerited favor to the person. Wow. So that the person becomes the representation, the person receives from you the representation of God's love in man. So, when every time a person experiences you, they've experienced God. Grace. So, God trains us in grace to become representations of grace to everyone that experiences us. God trains us in grace to become representations of grace to everyone that experiences us. So God trains us in grace so that we can give the gifts of grace back to God. So I'm 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 I'm, I'm laying foundations so that when we get into the love languages of God, get deeper. It's, it's making sense. But it's by grace? But we are God still in eman- introduction. We are still in introduction. It is by grace, God's remarkable compassion and favor drawing you to Christ that you have been saved, actually delivered from judgment and given eternal life through faith. And this salvation is not of yourselves, not through your own effort. If you have to give effort or put effort to be loved, if you have to constantly work for someone to love you, if you have to be on the treadmill of performance in love, that means the person who loves you is not loving you from the representation of grace. Any abusive forms of love is defined by some form of effort to be loved.
1: Ah, hey, we're not ready. Please say that again.
0: Any abusive form of love, mm-hmm. sorry, any abusive form of love
1: mm-hmm. is
0: defined by a form of effort to be loved. if you have to continually do to be loved by a person, all you will co- all you will continue to be is someone earning the love of a person. So if you are in an atmosphere where you have to earn the love of the person you are with, the question is, is this person truly representing the grace of God to me or in me? Are we tracking? Is it making sense? Is it making sense? And said, and this salvation is not of yourselves, not through your own effort, but it is the undeserved gracious gift of God. It is the gift of God. So I know some said, A, hey, a gift of God, but I love how Amplified says it's the gift. Grace is God giving us Himself in love. That is why when god was challenging man to love he said give up yourself as christ gave up himself because the beginning of grace the beginning of love is the giving up of yourself in love
1: oh say that
0: again this is why when hmm. god was talking to the man and challenging him on how to love his wife he was talking about how he gave up himself because the beginning of love is the giving of Giving up of yourself in love. So, to love a person, to truly love your spouse, to truly want love, because we're talking about marriage in this series, truly love the person that you are calling your spouse. And to truly be shown love, the person has to give up themselves to you as you give up yourself to them. And you are no longer fighting for a right to be right in a space where the right is Christ.
1: Come on. My God, today.
0: I give up my right to be right. She Mm. gives up her right to be right. The person that is right in this right is Christ because he's the only one, the only good that defines our morality. We are not looking for the appearance or the definition of good and evil from a tree because the tree of life now determines the life we live in Christ. Took us back to the beginning, back to the garden, back to the place of rest. So Adam will continually be in rest, giving up of himself at rest. And Eve is continually in work, giving up her her direction, her motion, her will for the future, and being led by God, both dead, both one dead at rest, one dead in submission. That is why he spoke to the woman to submit because she was submitted to work. And he spoke to the man to give up himself because he was giving up himself in laying down. He was at rest in God. So going back to the beginning was the command he gave them. Man, woman, submit. Man, give up yourself. Because that was what they were doing in the beginning. People tracking. Did I just go too deep? Or is it making sense? Did I repeat that? Who are quiet
3: no please oh toba has a question Toba, go ahead hi sorry there. a well not a question but so good evening everyone so hmm. um i so when we talk about um abusive love i actually did know that we're going to talk about abusive love today and um yeah so i'm going to share this afterwards but i said let me just share now so i don't distract. So you know, last week I was talking about a staff of mine and all of that. Um, and then, you know, thinking of how to either, you know, be firm with this person or assist this person. Mm. And then <laughs> you are like in Nigeria church, I say, Oh, you gave me a word of knowledge or a word of prophecy, you know, but you were just you know talking to us about abusive love and how sometimes abusive love comes from staff, mm. you know, and so I think I sort of ended last week's um, call which was in looking Lord let your will be done you know and you know reminding myself that my business is God's business mm. you know that um, you know it's just God's business you know that God okay, you sort it out and stuff like that and apparently this staff was given abusive love because the staff didn't come to work uh, started giving attitude started just you know acting out of line and finally died so um I was just glad that I saved myself because if I didn't, you know, um, go in the name of the Holy Spirit, or if the Holy Spirit didn't take control, I would have found myself in a fix where I would have, you know, loaned or given the staff money towards their rent and then all of that, and then staff would have probably stayed because of that, or not even stayed, or you know, all of that drama. But I was just saved from all of that drama because I yielded to the Holy Spirit. And for me, it's almost very that literally when staff leave my business, they leave in a pattern that shows, you know, being ungrateful or ingratitude. Um, so, you know, yeah, being ungrateful, you know. And sometimes as an entrepreneur or, sorry, as a, as a believer or somebody who loves God, sometimes it can be a bit sad because that's not the vision you have because you expect people to be able to live on good terms or just say they are living as against sneaking away or saying they are ill, and, you know, as against... You know trying to manipulate you or give you abusive law. But it, you are not reminded that you're like speaking, the Holy Spirit also reminded me that hey, it's God's business. You know, and as much as you you're not perfect, but you handle it in a way that reflects God or in a way that they are very gracious. When they do, it's God actually kicking them out. You know? And so mm-hmm. what you supposed to get like um another secretary tomorrow or you know um, maybe um, two more secretaries and stuff. And i' the Holy Spirit reminded me of what you said about you know the way your parents also teach um, the love of God. How every new staff they still show love. You know they are not. They don't bring resentment or hurt from the last one because typically, if I don't get that, typically, you know, I want to have my guts up for any new person. I want to read them. They, you know, of course, those people don't think we should be foolish, but when we just understand that thing, you know, if it's in God's hands, and then we have to keep showing Christ. It doesn't mean that when we have a new staff now, we want to do iron hand and tell them, oh, okay, or just not even allow them to show their own, you know, kindness or lack of it, but we come guarded. So I remember what you said about your parents, and you know, to the world, it may sound a bit foolish, like, okay, so shouldn't you not even put this person face at all? But that's what distinguishes us or separates us from the world. So, um, I just wanted to say that, you know, so I was glad that the Holy Spirit took control. You know, it was the situation of, forgive my friend, when they say the trash took out itself, you mm-hmm. know, because it is God's business, I didn't even have to tell the person, go. You know, and this person didn't even know that I was planning to also support the rest. So anyway, so praise God, let me not uh, drag us away from tonight's nice topic.
0: Well, to start with this, she's still God's child. The sad truth is, Gratitude comes as a response of appropriate translation of God's grace. Gratitude comes as a result of the appropriate translation of God's grace. And the appropriate translation of God's grace happens in the root of at the root of contentment in our hearts. The appropriate translation of God's grace happens at the root of contentment in our heart. So the root of contentment defines the depth of our gratitude. The root of contentment defines the depth of our gratitude. Those who don't know contentment don't know gratitude. The deeper the root of contentment, the stronger the fruit or the sweeter the fruit of gratitude. Contentment is the root. Grace is the tree. Gratitude is the fruit. Contentment is the root. Grace is the tree gratitude is the fruit the sweetness of the fruit is defined by the root how deep contentment is in god adam and eve adam who was supposed to be resting in god that was his only job in grace and that is why man when given the command of love he was he asked man to give up himself. man gave up himself in grace. His root of gratitude must be found in rest. His root of gratitude must be found in rest. so the man's assignment is giving up himself to rest in God so that when he's dealing with his wife he has given up himself and every time he addresses her he's addressing her from rest. He's not addressing her frustrated. He's not addressing her annoyed. He's not bringing his realities to afflict her. He's not punishing her for sins she did not commit. He's not forcing her to be under him. No one can be under you if you are laying flat on in God at rest. So you cannot force anyone to be under you because you are at rest. You serve from a place of rest. So you are not forcing someone to walk. You are forcing someone to come into the rest that you are already in. So a man at rest who has given up himself can love from rest and from that place of gratitude. He's having a grateful attitude of the grace he has received.
1: Mm, That's that's why he finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor because he recognizes there's a gift.
0: We're talking about the man. How did did we get to be wife in this matter?
1: but the man is recognized like the gratitude comes mm. from the man recognizing
0: mm, that so it, it's
1: unmerited something that he has gotten from god we are still on the man's matter
0: okay thank you for sharing Bye. so he never left his rest he was awoken in god to arise and see what god has given this is a gift of grace because that is why the preceding verse to who he finds word, I think that's Proverbs 8. Proverbs 9 now says, A good wife is a gift from God. So a good wife is a product of grace. So you did not go out. Say that again,
1: no, but people in the back.
0: A good wife is a product of grace. So Adam was not searching, yet he mm. says he, he finds. How did he find? It was from rest in God. Mm. So that is why the first assignment of man, of the man, is give up yourself. Because he gave up himself so that he can bring grace. We give up ourselves so that we can receive grace. So any husband, any man who does not know grace will put his household on a treadmill of performance to earn his love. My God so all he will be is a financial provider and every and he will now become a terrorist in his house my god to those who is supposed to love how many fathers do we know that all they are is providers but every in every other realm they are absent in love so he's like you always have to be on a treadmill of performance to earn intimacy to earn any form of relationship with them you have to be perfect Before they can call you good.
1: Um, Wow! Wow! Wow!
0: On the other hand, Mm -hmm. the woman must be submitted in grace to walk with God. Submit. So, what God was asking man and woman to do is what they were. So, what they were doing in the beginning. What God is asking man and woman to do is what they were doing. In the beginning, woman submit as unto the Lord. What was he talking about? Where's the example of her submitting? Two cannot walk unless they agree. If she was walking with God, is God leading and you walking with Him? So you are walking exactly as He's walking. You are walking in the same pace that He's walking. You cannot go before Him unless He's trying to make you perfect, and you cannot go behind Him unless He's in front making a way for you. He said, walk. She walked with God. So she has to be submitted to the pace and the timing of God to walk with Him. So the first example of her submission was in her walk with God. That's the first example of her submission. So she any anytime she moves out of submission, she becomes an oppressor. She becomes a nagging uh, wife who's as bad as as the, as the sounding of nails on the roof or the sounding of rain on the roof, on the rooftop. So, at the sounding of noise that takes someone out of the arrest. An unsubmitted wife becomes like rain. The, the noisy sounds of rain on a bad rooftop or leaky rooftop that takes people out of the arrest. It is only when you give up yourself in submission that you can find gratitude in Revelation.
1: Please say that again.
0: It is only when you give up yourself in submission that you can find gratitude in Revelation. To walk with God is a form of grace. So she walked with God in grace to the to the pronouncement of the good of the good that she used to the husband so she walked with god heard god pre- saw god present her to someone and trusted what the person named her with god so she was it's not like it's almost actually like um it's easy to say ah was she like a good that was presented in that situation because she was quiet When Adam and God were speaking and Adam named her, she said nothing because she trusted the God in the situation and the the man's, the man's rest in God in the situation. So she was submitted to the fullness of the manifestation of the will of God in accordance with God and the one who had given up his life to God in the situation. Women, a woman in God, Will find it difficult to submit with him to a man that is not dead to rest you must die to submit you must die because it's only in rest in death that you see God because no man can see God and live you you are dead to this world and alive in Christ. you are dead to this world and alive in christ so the world cannot define grace for you only rest and submission does i don't know how we went to the holy spirit but can we go back okay so let's go back to where we were today this was supposed to be introduction but i don't know how we went this far yes i know why you went this way one of the issues of adam and eve is that is their discontentment took them out of rest and submission, bursting a desire to become God in their situation, producing evil in form of good to them. So Instead of resting and submitting, all they wanted to be any man that goes out of rest any woman that goes out of submission will start to become everything unlike god in their situation man will become the abuser and the tormentor in his house woman will become the oppressor and the manipulator in our house or vice versa the absence of contentment in god Makes them abusers to those that surround them. They become like the God in their situation. And that thing that they think is good for them results in evil to everyone else. They bear fruit of this wickedness that creates death in their household. They raise children who go into workplaces like Toba is experiencing who go into places that become the abusers because the root of the community is in the union of marriage. The root of the community is in the union of marriage. So what the devil is doing is twisting what marriage should look like and interpreting what love is. Making us think that love is God, not God is love.
1: Come on, say that again.
0: If we believe that love is God, Mm -hmm. love can take any form that it wants, Mm -hmm. and it still remains God. Yeah, you understand that God is love, love has to be conformed to the identity Mm -hmm. of God. Is Is
1: that conform conformity? So
0: it's is. So when we look at our lives and we look at the love that we give, is love God to you or is God love to you? My God. Is love Mm -hmm. defined by what you feel it should be? And Mm -hmm. then you give it and you have become God of the love that you give? Or is God love to you? And so you give love to others from the identity and the will of God so Mm -hmm. that it can become a gift of grace to the one that receives it. My God. My God. Are we tracking
1: people. I am.
0: Are we tracking? Is this making sense? Is this too deep? Is this I like are people? Sh- are people st- Okay, I think people are weak.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so people yes, we are tracking because
0: hmm. so there's a lot. So a love languages of God. Let's go to the next one. So I'm we're gonna break it into three. Since we you know that grace is the gift of God to the believer, it's everything that God calls himself, the fullness of the Father available in the believer. So, everything, what that means God calls himself? God is love. God is one. God is good. God is faithful. God is merciful. Which one am I missing? God is holy. I think I'm missing one. Just. Is just, okay. So, it's everything that God calls himself. Mm hmm. So we are going to go through all the seven things god calls himself and we are going to go through how that uh those those things are reflected in his love language so what he gives what we receive and how that is a love language and uh, how we how we translate it to the human's love language is that is that good are we all tracking mm-hmm. okay so let's go through them belief First, the first love language we receive from God's grace. The first, I hate using the word dimension, but I mean, I think it fits this because every dimension is about how we are filled to fullness, the fullness of God in love. So, the first dimension of of grace that we are talking about is love. God gives us love because we started with, um, by grace, we are saved, is a gift that we receive by belief god's love language to us is love how we respond is belief his gift to us is love how we respond is belief this is the only way to be conformed to the word that affirms the nature of god god gives us love and then we are affirmed we receive that love by belief So. Grace, love, we give God back belief. Grace, love, we give God back belief. Without belief, it's impossible to receive everything that God has given. That's why they ask Christ, How do we walk the works of God?
3: Mm -hmm.
0: The only work God expects from you is Mm -hmm. belief. It's impossible to do anything else but belief. You cannot give God back anything else but belief. Your access to grace is belief. Your right in sonship, whosoever received the right to be called, the right to your identity in Christ is belief. Belief. So when we the first thing we start with. The first foray, the first entry, the first thing, the first union, the first interaction between us and God is love. For God so loved, like we started, for God so loved that he gave. Love is the definer of a lot of gifts that we receive in grace.
1: Come on, say that again.
0: Love is the definer of the, mm-hmm. of a, love, of all the a lot of the gifts that we receive in grace. Love defines. Mm that we receive by belief love defines mm-hmm. so that we receive by belief love defines all that we receive by belief it is our belief in God's love mm-hmm. love that gave us a son the love that is a person in the son. And the love that makes us the revelation of or the manifestation of his love. It is our belief in God's love that helps us walk in the fullness of grace. This is the only way to be confirmed to the world that affirms the nature of God. Belief. Belief in the love of God is the only way to be confirmed into the nature that affirms the love of God. Hold on one second. Sorry about that. Um so the, the the next the next thing is we're talking about belief. I going to the second one is the second love language that God gives and we receive is mercy. God gives us his mercy. God gives us his mercy and that we are supposed to re, what do we receive from is what do we do to the mercy that he has re, that he has given us embrace and rest in it. So we will see rest two times in this. There are two forms of rest. Because even walking with God is actually a form of rest. You walk with him and you think about nothing else. Walking with God is a form of rest. I think about it like when and I, when we are walking, Oinko does not check the roads, she does not see, she's not aware of the dog poop. Sometimes we're walking in Seattle, she's not caring about dog poop, she's walking, she's not walk, watching about the different heights in the steps. I was like, Oinko, watch out that we are about to walk. Watch out, it's like I am watching as she's walking, her job is just to walk does not care about what's on the road i have to like, look big so sometimes i'm like so how do you walk when i'm not with you so do you just step in every poop that you are that you see do you just um, um walk into things walk into the pole triple vibrate how do you walk when i'm not with you because she's at a rest when she's with me we cannot enjoy god if we are protect if we are focused on the sins and the flaws that we have we cannot come to a place of satisfaction unless we embrace his finished work for us embracing what god has done for you is the best thing you can do for him romans 12 verse 2 verse 1 i mean verse 1 and 2 message version so the second thing our second response So god gives us mercy we respond in embracing this is our acts of service to god belief is the word because you know it's a word of affirmation you affirm god by your belief in him because going back to the first one you affirm god by your belief in his love not that he needs your affirmation but I was, the thought when we were saying love, love language, words of affirmation, the only way to affirm, because actions speak louder. That's why I said, which one is better? The one that said he will not do it, the servant that said he would not do it, but went later to do it, or the servant that said that he would do it, but did not do it. Belief speaks louder. Your belief is the sound, is your word of affirmation. So we're talking about acts of service. The only act of service is embracing what God has done for you. So, God's act of service to you was mercy. For God so loved that he gave. For God so loved he gave. For God forgave. For God forgave in love. For God so loved he forgave. Mercy is God's gift. If all you see are your flaws, if all you can see are flaws, you are not showing God's love language in mercy. Sometimes the first person that receives God's la- love language through you is you. We talked about for Sometimes the first person that receives God's love language through you is you. Mm-hmm. Mercy. That's your only act of service. That's your due diligence of worship, embracing what God has done for you. Quality time. How do you spend quality time with God? How did he spend quality time with God? Submission. You become the one you behold. He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide. You dwell by belief you abide by embrace and the the product of believing and embracing is what we call submission what are you submitting to what helps you submit because i want us to understand that every response that we give to god is as a result of god you cannot give to god without first receiving from god so that you can give back to god everything that god is to you so god only receives god so he's raising you in his image and likeness to give back to him himself he's teaching you submission and what are you submitting to the revelation that god is good you're submitting to the revelation that god is good
1: i think even taking it a step further that god is good to you Mm. Not just that God is blanket good, but that He is good to you, mm. and He is committed to your good.
0: Mm. You are you are the called. You are those you are the, part of the ones that He preserved. You are the one that you are part of the ones that He predi- predestined. You are called and drawn by the Spirit, so all things work together for the good, your good, because He who is good lives in you. So, you are part of the good that will receive good from God. So, He will be good because good is in you. He who is good, who calls Himself good, now abides in you. So, good things will now start happening to you because good is now your right in Christ. So, good is no longer a definition of action. Come it's on. A of heritage because of He who dwells in you.
1: Ah, come on. Say that again.
0: Good is not a right of action, mm-hmm. the product of heritage of him who dwells in you. My god, he draws good because he is mm-hmm. good. And since you are the vessel of existence that houses him, good will be drawn to who, he who is good. So, regardless of what your reality looks like, mm-hmm. all things must work together for the good, the, right. the specific person that is good. So, not uh, the identity of a name of him is good because mm-hmm. God is good. So good is not God. That is why she looked at the fruit and it appeared good. Good is not God. And when she ate it, it is the tree of good and evil evil entered the world. Good is not God. God is good. So any good outside God is not good. So there appears a a way right to a man at the end is destruction. Only the good of God that brings life to man. And because the person called good is in you, all things work together for the good. Mm. Not an the good as an action, not the good, not a people. The good, the love, the only spirit is a definite article. So it's a definite. There is a person called good. Come on. There is a person called truth. Uh-uh. There is a person called faith. There is a person called love. The good who is a person is in you. So all things work together for him who is in you. So since all things work together for him and he's in you, all things work together for you you enjoy the result of all things work together working together by submission to him is it making sense
1: it is i mean i don't know how everybody else is feeling but is 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 freeing i think that's the word
0: because toba said true because sometimes we believe in the lie of the enemy that god doesn't love us that is the the root of discontentment is an absence of belief in god's love for us we go to situations and because we are doubting or questioning god's love we begin to sway into doing things to help god and costing things god has done not so we can do god has done so that we can be the two things hey
1: say that again
0: god has done not what yeah. so we can do god has done so that we can be
1: my god
0: every father works
1: uh-huh. so that
0: the children can come to rest enjoying the benefits of their labor He not, does not work so that the children cannot come after him and come and work too works so that the children can come into rest as a result of the benefit of his efforts in their lives. He does not do it so that the children can suffer or so they can continue on the treadmill of performance. No, he works so that his legacy becomes a form of rest for them. That is the sweat of every parent. Now, if you do not believe that you are loved by the parents, is when that when the child now starts to. And do things work so that they would inherit or they will have a role or a part in the suffering of the parents. Why do we then think that then God works so hard, God has done in Christ, so that we then come, come and do after Him? You think we can do is believing that you can improve upon what God has done, greater works is the manifestation of his nature in rest continuing or maximizing what he has given not doing more resting more be as he is not do as he is as he is so are you so it is as he is so you do as he is so are you he worked for you to be it is the fellowship of submission That is the quality time. That quality time. is in the fellowship of submission that quality time is achieved with God. Hmm, It's in the fellowship of submission that quality time is achieved with God. Are we tracking people? Is this making sense? So, Um, The next form of grace, the fourth one we'll talk about is faithfulness. God is faithful. He's full of faith. He is faithful when you are faithless. He'll be full of his nature, the manifestation of the nature of Christ, even when. When you believe and you embrace and you submit, you are able to agree with everything that God has said he will be and do for you. Ask the bride of Christ. Trust in your groom's man. That what he said he will do, he will do. All he said he will do will come to pass. It is in a lack of belief in the faithfulness of God that we start to disobey or disagree with what was said. The challenge in the love language, which is he gives faithfulness that we can give obedience. He gives faithfulness so we can bring agreement. We agree with his faithfulness to receive what he has promised. The touch of obedience results in the touch of abiding. So when we are looking for the physical touch of God in our lives, obey and agree. The physical touch is the hand of God in the situations that we are in. God will be faithful regardless. Your own assignment in his faithfulness the obedience and agreement to experience what he's abiding with you and abiding in you brings about in your situation, obey, agree. Your response to his love and faithfulness is obedience and agreement. Are we tracking? Is this making sense? That they may be one as we are one. The sixth love language that God gives to us is oneness. He's one with us. He abides in us that we can reflect, manifest, and showcase his nature. We we receive the gift of him that we can become the gift of him. So, we become a gift to the earth by bearing fruits after his nature. So, receiving gifts, he has given us the grace. Remember, we said grace is the gift of God. So, by him in us, we are one with him. So, then we can say, Everything I see my father do, I do. Because we have seen him do it in grace. So, then we can reflect it in love from our place in oneness with him. every gift you give you must first become the gift of god to those you love so that the gift you give will not be a cover-up for the love you can not give
1: say that again please
0: you must first be a gift of grace to the ones you love mm-hmm. the gifts you give will not be a cover-up for the gift that you aren't Mm. are people tracking i don't know where you are i don't know if, if 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 this is making sense because it seems like people are quiet today god is holy god is righteous he gives you. He has imputed righteousness into you. For your righteousness is like a filthy rag. Another gift of God in you is righteousness. And our response to his righteousness. Right oneness. We just talked about oneness. If you notice all the gifts build up on, on each other. As you re- understand one gift, you move to the next gift. As you understand one gift, you move to the next gift. As you understand the gifts build upon each other. Right oneness. Righteousness, righteousness, right oneness, right and at one with God. You are right and at one with God. And for you to continually be right and at one with God, you have to give up your right to be right. To give up your right to be right, you have to die. Because anyone alive will always fight for their rights. If you are intimate with God as the bride of Christ, you give up your right to be right. Sometimes your revelation of right. It's not the actual right in the situation.
1: Please say that again, please. Sometimes
0: your revelation of right is not the mm-hmm. actual right in the situation. My you, God. You give up your right to be right. It is God that has to reveal to you Him who searches all things, Him mm-hmm. who searches the heart of man and knows the requirement of God. You give up your right to be right so, so that you can speak from the right standing with God. My God. See, right standing. Adam was awoken. Right standing. Eve had to come to a stop. Right standing. They were both at a right standing with God when purpose was conferred. They were both at a right standing when purpose was conferred. And mm. so, alive people can have purpose conferred.
1: Come on.
0: Alive people can have purpose mm. conferred. Because this series that we're talking about on marriage, all these things that we're this series, alive people cannot enjoy the bliss of marriage. Because My God. Two of them will be fighting for their rights to be right, not God's right in the situation.
1: My God.
0: None can offer love. None can offer faithfulness. You cannot be there for a person, even when a person has chosen, it's like, so of you are arguing, I want to decide, okay, because we are arguing, even though you need this thing, it's a requirement for you. I want to read a story of um, a, a husband and wife had an argument in the night and then in the, middle of, and the husband is asthmatic and then in the middle of the night, he was tapping her. He, tapping her, he kept tapping her, he kept tapping her. She was not answering him, she was not answering him because she chose to ignore him. The next morning she woke up, um, she, she woke up and turned around to him. He felt cold, he was dead.
1: So those times he was
0: tapping her. He was tapping her because he needed his inhaler that she could help him because he could not move. In her anger, rather than finding out what was wrong, she was so angry that she let him die. Sometimes our right to be right might cost the life of the marriage. It has to be his will, it has to be his right your anger must not oversee the <laughs> are you more angry than your love for the person mm. which is more important anger or love getting your your own peace back your own your own um, get back or the love every time you are on your own mission to get back you have given you are you have taken back your right to be right mm. sometimes a person is speaking to you from their wounds they don't understand what they are doing they forgive them father for they know not what they do so all they are doing is from the absence of their understanding and they are projecting from their wounds
1: mm.
0: and so and you responding in the image of their abuser or the person that or their wonder you trying to protect sometimes this is how christ loved And he took on everything it does not mean that you have to constantly be receiving abuse but sometimes it is impossible it is only those dancing clothes that step on your toes Mm. some it and it's only in dancing clothes that you teach each other how to dance with the other and so for the dance to be appropriate someone will step on the other's toes because no one comes into dancing being a perfect dancer Hmm. it is the grace of the holy spirit who is the rhythm of oneness that brings the tune that moves both bodies to dance as one and we leave room for the humanity to step on the other toes in our divinity to show mercy that we continue the dance and not break apart stop in the middle of the music because we are offended with each other offences build, build fences of intimacy die mm. the choose the choice to die to our desire is our intellectual response to the zeal of god and everything god has done for you in christ
2: mm.
0: the zeal of god is the holy spirit Say so you see the zeal of God will bring it to pass, the will of God. He is the zeal. He gives he causes you to will and to do for his good pleasure. You can't have intimacy in a relationship without zeal. Because at some point you will lose the fire. You say the love died. How did the love die? There must be the living water watering it. And he who gives the desire, the zeal of God. Somebody I have no zeal, I have no he is the one that inspires you. All scriptures, God is the inspiration of breath that causes you to live as as love in every situation. You cannot be anything God has called you to be to your partner. The partner cannot be anything God has called them to be to you. Without He, who is the zeal that fulfills the purpose of God, if marriage is for for this purpose, it takes the zeal of God to fulfill purpose. And on and. It's only when you die that the spirit, which raised Christ from the dead, can raise you into the identity and the nature of Christ. Alive people don't need to be a reason. Okay. Be the atmosphere of rest. See, this is the second rest. First rest was embracing. Second rest is being. You die to be, and in being, you receive the holiness of God. This is another love language that He gives. And the way we respond to love language is being, he he imputes holiness. Be holy as God is, be holy. Be holy. He did not say, do holiness. Be set apart. You cannot be in a relationship doing what everyone else does. And this one did it. This one did this. That one tried this. Let's apply it. No. Be holy. Be set apart. Be the difference. Be the breath of fresh air. Be the Christ, the representation of Christ in every relationship that you are in be holy sanctified set apart this is your only emotional response to the zeal of god and everything god has done for you your emotional response to the holiness of god is being be adam was being in rest be in a human being in so we are spiritual beings having a human res- uh, res- uh, experience. So we are a human being in Christ. Human being. A human being with the atmosphere of rest. Are we tracking? Are we tracking? I think we have some time. I'm going to go into the other topic. We can finish next week. Are we tracking? Questions, comments, concerns, before we shift to the next one. study the love languages of God. Holiness. So he imputes or he gives us love. He gives us mercy. He gives us good, his goodness. He gives us his faithfulness. He gives us his oneness. He gives us his righteousness. He gives us his holiness. So that in every relationship that we are in, we can show grace by being love to those who surround us. showing mercy. Showing the goodness of God and to every place that we come into, so that we can be faithful when people are faithless, that regardless of what they do to us. Our nature is not as a result of people's actions. Our natures, our nature is our nature. People's actions does not, does not define our nature. We are faithful because He is faithful. And we will do what we said we will do, regardless of what the person has done, because God has called us to do. We do from His from our place in being. We don't be to do. So that the day we, can, we cannot do we don't know who we are from a place of being we now do we do from our oneness with god so that it is him strengthening us we receive his right oneness and we are an atmosphere of rest are we tracking people people are quiet is this making sense is this too deep can we go into that topic or well, you want us to stop there
1: I think we need to stop there because we are almost at time.
0: Okay. We we have 30 minutes, but so next uh, next time we'll talk about um emotional maturity. And uh, okay. Uh yeah. Okay, this, this goes deeper. So we we'll, we'll talk about emotional maturity and all that. so questions, comments, concerns before we Go further. No question, no comments, no concern. But what have you all learned today? What are you taking from today? While people are thinking, I want to say this. The goal or the root of everything Everything that we are teaching today, especially when we talk about the love language of God is, love is the language God's, God gives to, believer, to the believer that they may deliver the nature of God in every place. Love is a language God gives to the believer that, we may, that they may deliver the nature of God in every space that we are in. It's a love we believe. Become the love we give. That's why the eyes of our understanding has have to be open to behold the love that we may grow in knowledge and in the love of God. So a lot of things that we are asked to grow up in is love. But the root of love, what love consists of, is grace. And is grace is God's love language to the believer. In grace, God gave us Himself. It is the Gift of God, the gift of God's grace takes us back to the beginning where Adam was resting in God and Eve was walking. So, and it is for this purpose they left father and mother. If he's talking about purpose, which is go ye and make disciples, go ye and multiply, go ye and showcase the light upon the earth. If he's talking about purpose and if he's talking about marriage, he's showing us what it was supposed to be. Man. Giving up himself in rest. So he says, Man, give up yourself as Christ gave up himself. He Adam gave up himself to rest in God. He was sleeping. You cannot be in control of yourself and at sleep. He had to give up himself to rest. Eve had to submit to walk. So when he says woman submit, Eve had to submit to walk. And both of them stopped in the right standing. For the revelation of god's will so adam could find a good thing though he was never searching eve could become a good thing though she was never trying Mm. so both were being so that they can do a man not resting will become the tyrant and the abuser And he will he will speak words over him he will define his family like the animals he sees not by god's purpose.
1: please say that again my
0: god a man not at rest would define his family because it was because adam was at rest he could see the wound man and proclaim over her that she is the bone he was at rest and he reflected over his body in in God. And he could see everything God has done in him and for him. And see, recognize that from him and in God, this is a gift to him. He did not call her goat. He did not call her an animal. He did not mm. call her anything that God did not say she was. He did not use his words to abuse her. He did not, mm. say, he did not make her less than. He did not torment her. His words were not abusive. His words were in agreement with God. what God said about her because he was in rest. It takes the rest of God to see the rest of God.
1: Come on.
0: You must be at rest in God to see how something God is giving you is a mm-hmm. continuation of God's will for you. Continuation of God's will as in the rest of God to you.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: It takes the rest of God to see the rest of God and receive the rest of god and become the rest of god
1: my god
0: he was at rest Mm -hmm. and he saw someone that god gave him as a gift to continue his purpose which is the rest Mm -hmm. of god and so by the two of them coming together and fulfilling god's will on earth god god rested so they became the rest of god Mm -hmm. and so from the as they became the rest of god they caused everything around them. It became an atmosphere of rest. So they are or con- controlled or conformed the world, their world, to be God in them. So everything was the rest of God. My God. At rest to see the rest, to receive the rest and become the rest. That is the call of us. Mm-hmm. And she had to be walking in submission. It is only in submission that you can agree with God. God. You can see and agree with god's will she could have said who is this one mm. it's because she could not walk with god unless she agreed
1: you mm-hmm.
0: could not work with god unless she recognized who she was working with
1: mm-hmm. and then you
0: can recognize the person that he's giving you that looks like him yeah. so unless you work with god you you would accept fake because you don't recognize the original jesus and then you will blame god for what was given because you could not recognize the the original and you chose the counterfeit my god or you heard and you see the original but you are more you, your flesh is more pleased with the counterfeit mm. so you excuse the mistakes of the counterfeit that you can be, you can receive what you believe is yours submission is the is the most important factor in the work oh my god hmm. okay let's put flow with him so i don't know where this is going but i'm just going to go with it so um i think about when you want to pull something that is cooked from the fire what do you wear? An apron. You wear mitt Oh. You wear <laughs> mitt to put, pull it out. Uh-huh. So you wear what? Mitts. They are called mitts, right?
1: oven mitts
0: oven oven You wear mitts. Now, think about a mitt covered by a mitt, so that regardless of how hot it is, you are never burnt
1: so wearing two gloves together
0: mm-hmm.
3: okay
0: the woman is the glove inside the glove
1: come on i love it on my gender
0: she is covered by him but she is in him and it is he that's how she brings out the produce of god working in the man my god she is the sub okay that's where you are going i see so she is the <laughs> subject that brings, brings out the production of the man in the oven as god is cooking him mm. she when, so she's the sub is not burnt by his production because she's uh-huh. bringing him out in the timing of god she is the submit enjoying she the, the the testimony of his production and his pulling out is accorded to her but is able to accord it to god by her submission in him
1: my god
0: so she's not used up she's not burnt up because you see a lot of over meat, you see scars, you see you see burn limes, you see um um uh, on the meats. But because she's the sub meat, mm-hmm. while she's able to pull him out in his readiness and his freshness, she's never consumed in his production because she's simply a catalyst of his reality, not a part of the reaction. Christ is the part; she is the catalyst. She is the intercessor, like Mary was when Jesus. Mm-hmm. So it is not yet my time. to say obey, do whatever. She is the catalyst of his reaction, bringing him back to the nature of the beginning to produce the fruit of God's will in him. Mm. He is the sub meat never consumed by his production, and he's pulling out? She is just part of the drawing out. His help meat. He my hel- God. He helps. She's a meat that helps the original meat to bring him out in okay. Christ.
1: I love this for my gender.
0: Thank you. I didn't know where you were going with that, but good
1: job. Mm-hmm.
0: So, questions, comments, concerns. What are you all taking from today? What are you guys taking from there?
1: I'm taking that I was made for the self-life.
0: Men are also meant for the soft life. We rest in God. We yeah, made... you know,
1: I said, What you you asked, what are you taking from today? I answered what I'm taking from today. <laughs> Why do you... <laughs> <I know that's... laughs> I'm telling you what I am taking from today. I don't know what you are taking, but that's what I'm taking. Mm.
0: Thank you, Jesus. Amen. For the rest of you, what are you taking from today? no one is taking anything the men are on here or they are all quiet the men on here what are you Te- she
1: says that um she it says that she now finally understands the depth of losing of her right to be right mm. and i think taking the rest it takes the rest of god to see the rest of god also resonated with her Simi is also here for the soft life mm. toba i'm not quite sure what the wahala is about but <laughs> that's what we are taking away from this mm. god what? is good to me and he's intentional about me all mm. of that works together to give me soft life
0: that's the, it the good the, all things work together for the mm-hmm. good. good is what one of the name god calls himself and since the good the the ultimate representation of good is a person that good is in you so all things must work together for the good in your life so the person who is the good is in you so he draws and pulls all good things to function he pulls life commands life mm-hmm. the earth is the Lord's, and the fullness mm-hmm. the earth, and the world and all that dwells in it so if he who is good mm-hmm. who is called the good the ultimate version, uh, not because some things are called good Mm-mm. he is called worth good it's a definition in his articulation. So the definition of who he is. The not good. The good is in you. So all things work together for the manifestation of his nature around you. So it must be good to you.
1: How about if you are if you plant seed in the ground, if that ground is not soft, things cannot grow.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So before you would think that uh, I'm just saying soft life so that's if the ground is not soft and that is what watering watering does these cannot grow you cannot there's no life found in hard stony places
0: so you are soft to support life. life of Christ in you
1: exactly okay i i, I was not just talking for the sake of talking
0: <laughs> amen amen Lala, go ahead.
2: That's good. That was that was good, Pastor yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think um, when you said God is love, not love is God, and you hear looking for love in all the wrong places, right? Mm-hmm. How the, the distorted version of love and how We went about looking for love or Mm. making love the God and not God the love. And then also um, giving up the right to be right and resting, right? Um, That's huge. That is so huge in any relationship, in any relationship, but definitely marriage. Because, you know, that's where that hardness comes in and not being able to rest. And not being able to allow things to grow because you're so worried about being right, or so worried about having the last word, or so worried about speaking on every single thing, right? Allow people to be people. Allow people to grow, right? And create the soil that they're able to grow in. Mm. Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: As you said, that Lala, you say. Wash with the waters of the word, that's what the man is called to do. But that's, I I, I like to believe, while he's saying that's what the man is called to do, that's what we in Christ are called to do wash with the waters of the word. I preface that by saying this. I I preface this statement so I can say this people will people sometimes their people is on you. So people will pee and pull sometimes their pee is on you, their pee and their poo is on you. The people with people sometimes their people is on you but the beautiful fact about what being washed with the waters of the word is that in rest you never smell like what you have gone through how many believers have we encountered that they they bear the stench of people's people on them they are so wounded that they are unable to love or receive love or be they love so they are people the people never sticks Because we are we are resting in the washing. We are by the still water. So we are restored now. So we are we don't become the effects or we don't become the representations of what we've gone through. We look like the Christ that we serve. So I believe that's all I have. Unless anybody has questions, comments, concerns, I think we are done. We can do the declarations. Questions, Comment? concern? No questions, no comments, no concern. All hearts and minds are clear. Okay, let's go to declarations then. If you're ready, you can go one, two. We're doing this together, so if you're ready one two three go i breathe
2: i breathe breathe by by the spirit of god God. in christ Christ, i I live i move and i I have my my being being. i am filled filled to fullness with the fullness fullness of god God. i rest rest in the the love of god God. in christ Christ for me
0: i rest 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 in understanding We'll start again. Let's start again. So one, two, there you go.
2: I breathe by the Spirit of God. of God. In Christ, in Christ I live, I read, move, move, and have, have my be. being. I, I feel to fullness, to the fullness, the fullness with the fullness
0: of God. God. And
2: God. I rest, I rest in, in the love
0: of God, God. in Christ's Spirit
1: of I, I rest, rest in the understanding that I, that I matter to God.
0: God.
1: I rest
2: in the confidence that I am dependent. I rest every contrary, contrary God against God's contrary love for me.
3: God is my husband is my
2: and never my abuser. In him, hmm. no weapon formed against me prospers. God is, God my, is father. my father. Never Never my my abuser, by 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 all things work together for my my good, good. Mm -hmm. my heart is ready,
0: ready. Mm -hmm. I receive Mm -hmm. God's will for me, Mm -hmm. my My ears ears are ready,
2: ready. Mm -hmm. I hear God's will Mm -hmm. will for me, Mm -hmm. my Mm -hmm. eyes are ready, ready. I I see God's God's will will for me, my feet are ready. I am God's will for me. me,
1: hallelujah. I receive, I receive the Holy Spirit,
2: Spirit the seal of God in me. Spirit Spirit in me. I have, the, I have desire, the desire and I follow I in the excellence of, God. of I, I am drinking drinking the still water of the, of the good shepherd. shepherd. I, I enjoy my soul being restored. I am perpetually stressed. I, am not, I am not tired.
3: I, I, am, not I am not afraid.
2: afraid. I, I am independent. I uh, always win. Amen. Thank you. Thank
0: well, you. I like you for yourself.
2: Father, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for every declaration that went forth out of our mouth, Lord. Thank you for letting them. Letting All of us embrace every declaration, Lord. Let them be upon our lips every day this week, Lord, as we go, Lord. Let them be hidden in our heart, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for each family represented on the line today. Thank you for the teaching, Lord. Thank you for the soft life, Lord. Thank you for allowing us to rest, Father God, in our right to be right, Lord. Thank you for allowing us to rest, Lord, in love, Lord, in you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for everything that goes forward this week, Lord, tomorrow, today, Lord. We are the beginning, Lord. This is a new day, Lord, so we just rest in it, Lord. We thank you for opportunities, Lord, to show your love, Lord, to rest in your love, Lord. We thank you for opportunities to be the atmosphere of rest, Lord. We thank you for opportunities, Lord, to promote Lord, soft soil, Lord, so that people may grow in your love, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for all things working together for our good, Lord. We love you, and we honor you, and we thank you, Lord, for the teaching, Lord, that was given by the Holy Spirit, spoken through our pastors, Lord. We love you, and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. amen. Thank you all. So. With this we are done. Have a blessed night for those. I mean, we're going to hang out a bit in the in the oh, hangout area. Yeah. So. How
1: About what you say.